What's up, guys, and welcome to The Married Life. My name is Joe. I'm Chrissy. You are Chrissy. I am. Chrissy Lee Angelo. <sighs> now everyone knows your middle name. And we exist to help build stronger marriages, to create stronger families, to form stronger communities. Mm. You can find more resources at themarriedlife.org, where you can also donate to this ministry. You can read Chrissy's blogs, because I wrote some, and it was like two people read them, so now I just make a different podcast called... <laughs> Pick a Fight. That's right. Pick a Ooh, Fight. And that goes into what we're talking about today. Exactly, because we are talking about fighting today uh, also for all the men out there the pick a fight podcast launches may by the time this podcast actually rolls out i think it will be may so go check it out um it should be up and it's going to be daily 10 minute podcast you can listen to on a run if you only run for 10 minutes like me <laughs> that's my gotta run <laughs> that's my gotta run i don't even know I if run, i can run for 10 minutes i, I run to the stove <laughs> in my car <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, in the shower, making breakfast. It's just like a quick hitter and gives you some ideas uh, for the day, you know, talking think, about. I think you didn't say quickie. It's a, it's a quickie. <laughs> That's funny. You're funny. Um, my boo's that got was jokes. two weeks ago. That yeah. was two weeks ago yeah. podcast when yeah. we talked about that. No, yeah. We only talk about sex once in a while. Yeah. Anyways, so we're going to jump into this. We're still, I know, still. we're struggling today. I'm struggling. Words we're, are hard. <laughs> She said. We're still in what? That's what she said. <laughs> You're rubbing off on me. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> we could do this all day. You're, that's what she said. <laughs> oh, you naughty. Guys, help us. Okay. So we're still in the Song of Solomon. So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about fighting today, and we're just laughing. So we need to be serious. This is serious. Fight me. Fight. Punch me. What if that's how we start off? You just sucker punched me. <laughs> just knocked me out. Got a weak and jaw. That's how you do it. Yep. Okay. So, but this is how we're going to set it up. Okay. Um, have you ever watched um, boxing or like UFC fighting? Like it's it's a, a dude versus a dude. I know. I you wrote bowling. I did. <laughs> I struggled. Notes. I was reading my notes. I'm like, why did I write bowling? <laughs> All right, I worked. It's a very intense sport. Have you ever watched bowling? It's very physical. Yeah. If you watch the right bowling, they're throwing the balls at each other. It's super fun to watch. <laughs> Anyways, it was supposed to say boxing. So boxing or UFC. Um, it is uh, opponent versus opponent, and that's they're coming in right. They're there to win. Someone's going to walk home with the belt. Someone's going to walk home with the prize money. Someone's going to walk home the champ. That's yeah. what you want. Mm -hmm. Now. So many times we think of the same thing in marriage yeah. that I'm going to win and I'm going to be the champ and I'm going to hold the belt and Chrissy's going to be on the ground bleeding, you know, mm -hmm. or vice versa. Where yeah. Chrissy's like, no, I'm going to whoop his butt and I'm going to, you know, make him tap out, choke him to death, which a lot Sometimes of. Sometimes you feel like it. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> I'm not saying we don't feel like this. I'm saying how we don't do it. Right. That's what we're, the whole point is like, I these are, you. these are real things. Um, but. Okay, so I want to I want to transition from bowling or boxing, <laughs> boxing and UFC fighting to WWE, okay? It's wrestling and what we have to get the mentality of is being tag team wrestlers. Like we are a team. You want to just wrestle me though. I do want to wrestle you, girl. I'm gonna wrestle <laughs> I see you. where this I'm is gonna going. I'm going to you too. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have to look at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to wrestling, 
you're on a team and you're trying to get the other opponent to help you. Mm -hmm. You're not fighting that person because there is a championship belt for the tag team champions. Like you, we both get a belt. Yeah. But for some reason in marriage, we very much focus on either I get the belt or you get the belt. We don't understand we can both have the belt. Mm. So today we're going to find out how we can actually fight together because marriage is what you are fighting for. Yeah. Okay. It is the championship belt. Mm -hmm. If your marriage succeeds, you win. You both win. You both win. Yep. And not just you both, your kids win. Yeah. Your grandkids win. Your legacy wins. That's it. But you have to fight for your marriage and not just fighting to be right because so many times we do that. We fight for what's what I think's right or what you think is right. But like we always say, what's right for the marriage? Yeah. That's the goal. So I'm going to start this off. Song of Solomon, chapter five, verse two. It says, I slept, but my heart was awake. Um, this was a, is the Shunammite woman, by the way. I slept, but my heart was awake. A sound. My beloved is knocking. He says, open to me, my sister, my love, my dove, my perfect one. For my head is what would do my locks with the drops of the night. So old boy's been working, right? Mm-hmm. He's, been, he's been putting in the work. Sweaty. Yep. And what's she doing? She's sleeping. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it does. It sounds good. <laughs> and, and what woman hates to be wake well, right especially we have a, a baby right now you hate it when he wakes you up yep. imagine it's me waking you up <laughs> you know and i'm all sweaty and nasty i'm like hey daddy's home you know that, that yeah, why you gotta say it like that i didn't that's what the bible says daddy <laughs> solomon says listen if you go back to the original greek Would and you hebrew stop it? <laughs> <laughs> the translation's daddy's home so <laughs> So she says, um, I had to put on my garment, right? Like, oh, gosh, my robe's not on. My slippers aren't on. Like, it's cold, right? What ladies out there? Like, you don't want to get getting out. out of bed. Exactly. I um, literally wore my robe to bed last night. I was so cold. Gosh, it was so sexy. Um, she said, how could I put it on? I had uh, bathed my feet. How could I soil them? So, like, again, she's thinking, like, he's in the mood. She's not in the mood. Yeah. And that's where we're at right here. Yeah. Which, how many times does that start? A fight. Absolutely. I'm tired every night. Me too. I just fight through it. <laughs> I take a pre-workout. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that is one thing that starts fights. Yep. You want sex. I want to sleep. Um, but in reality, both are being selfish. If that becomes a fight, both of you are being selfish. Yep. And fights just happen when you don't get what you want. Listen, I have a three-year-old. Well, yep. she's four now. Her birthday was 25th. Yep. I don't even know what date is. And um, she gets in trouble when she throws a tantrum for not getting what she wants. And this happens often. But how many times do we as adults do the exact same thing? We literally will fight with our spouse when we don't get our way. And we'll fight and we'll push and we'll poke and we'll do all the things if we don't get our way. But it makes us no different than a three-year-old throwing a tantrum. That's so true. And so James 4 says, you desire and you do not have. Who's the common denominator? We are. Yep. We're the ones throwing the fit, right? Yep. And so you're just. Every fight I've been in, I've been in. Right. You know, I am the common denominator. Mm-hmm. And so there is. There's so many times that we point the finger at the other person. Right. But oftentimes it's us that's bringing up the fight, causing the fight, has the issue, whatever. Yeah. Because we are not getting something that we want. Like yeah. if you really think of your last fight, which isn't it funny also to think about when you think about fights and you think about your last fight, how stupid it was. But how, in the heat of the moment. It's such a big deal. Oh, it's a, 
the big deal. It's it's huge. But if you can go back and think about your last fight, I bet your last fight had to do because one of you were not getting what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Three-year-old syndrome, four-year-old syndrome, toddler syndrome. That's true. Syndrome. Think about it. Finances. Yep. You fight because... I want a motorcycle or a truck. And I want to save or buy something else. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh my not a motorcycle. <laughs> You know, and you just, finances are a huge issue. Why are you fighting about finances? Because you're not getting what you want. Yep. Because you won't let me. (laughs) (laughs) So how do we resolve this? So think about it. Okay. A good fight is like this. It's like a good tennis match. Mm -hmm. So Fighting fair is what you're saying. Not like a good fight. Right. Exactly. I could get like a good fight. Yeah. I was going to say, because we do, we'll watch YouTube videos. You watch UFC, like that was a good fight. That's not what you want your marriage to look like. When you're fighting fair. Yes. A good, fair fight is like a tennis match. Yeah. It's bloop, volleying the ball over. Hey, what do you think about this? Bloop. Well, I see it this way and it goes back over. Oh, I haven't thought about that way. Bloop. Oh, well, what if it, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's just a a volley. It's a volley. It's a gentle match. Now, what happens is you have someone competitive like me who instead of tennis, I'd rather play volleyball and I want to spike it in somebody's face because I want what happens in meet the parents. parents. Yes. (laughs) Just going to say that. I want to live that. And so many times it's like, oh, I'm going to bust this in your face Uh because, again, I'm selfish and I want to dominate and win. Mm -hmm. Now. When that happens, nobody wins in the relationship. Mm, you get a bloody broken that. nose. 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 <laughs> nose, eh? eh? <laughs> and, uh, and I feel like I won, but a matter of fact, I definitely did not. So, And now you have to clean up the blood off my face. Yeah, and the pool. Like, it's totally a mess. But So we have one spouse that usually will come in and spike things, right? Like, mm-hmm. anybody here is the aggressive spouse that you come in on 10, yelling, screaming, throwing things, pushing things? It's you. What? I'm kidding. Um, or you have the spouse that is not even in the tennis match and they're over on their phone looking on Instagram and scrolling mm-hmm. through reels, you know, yeah. for hours Ignoring at a time. Ignoring all of it. Exactly. And so it's like you can't have either of those. You need to get in the game and have it be a gentle match back and forth. I liked how your volleyball or your uh, tennis match was like underwater. Bloop. <laughs> Bloop. You know what? I was thinking for some reason. Bloop. Nintendo sounds. I don't know why. Bubble Bobble. Does anybody out there remember Bubble Bobble? No. He does not, not remember it's it. It's not real. It was real. I played it. Listen, guys, I want to hear from you. If you played Bubble Bobble, I'm not saying it was a cool game. I just want to know if you've heard about it or played it. <laughs> Okay, so Song of Solomon, chapter 5, verse 4. My beloved put his hand to the latch, and my heart was thrilled within me. I arose to open my beloved, and my hands dripped with myrrh, my fingers with liquid myrrh, on the handles of the bolt. Mm. It sounded kinky to me. I don't know. No, it totally is. Oh, you looked at me like, why? No, I was... It's a really great picture of how he's trying to, like, come to her. Yeah. He doesn't kick in the door. He's not justifying what he wants. He's being very gentle. Like this is a gentle conversation. This is a gentle thing. He has gra- he has a grace-filled response. You've heard like response versus reaction. Yep. He didn't react. He responded in love. He was grace-filled. He wanted to win her heart. Yeah. He was grace-filled. 
because too many times we come in as men, I'm totally guilty, busting down the door. I've worked all day. I woke up early. I did this. I did that. I've sweat. I've, you know, I'm exhausted. I want food. I want sex. I want my foot you rubbed. You know, like it's like you come oh in. And You're very demanding. I am. Yeah. All these women are lucky then they didn't marry me because, oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm a diva. Um, uh. But we come in and it is, it's like, you know, like my mom always used to say, I was like a bull in the China, in a China cabinet. Mm -hmm. You know, we come in like that. Just really, again, the homes that our wives, especially if we have a stay at home wife who's taking care of the the home and the, the family, we come in and almost like upset everything you've been working on creating. Yeah. Because it's like, I want, I want. And so he's given us a perfect example how to respond when your wife is saying, eh, I'm a little tired. Right. Eh, I have a headache. Mm-hmm. I, you know, whatever it is, fill in the blank. You know, the kids have been crazy. I know you're tired, but so am I. Watch your child. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, it's your child. Yeah, exactly. When they're throwing a fit. Get your kid. Yeah. So even thinking about that, the way that he has that grace-filled response, it's not his job to change his wife. Yeah. It's not my job to change you. Mm-hmm. It's not your job to change me. Mm-hmm podcast listeners it's not your job to change your spouse you married them because you love them Mm -hmm. like you didn't marry them because you're like i can fix them right well some women do (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) sorry guys you can't run now no but if you men if you spend time with the holy spirit praying for your wife believing he's the one that can change her Mm -hmm. that is where you're going to see change not in you coming in and being loud, being demanding, pointing the finger, saying, well, Chrissy says do it this way, or Joe says do it like this, or fill in the blank. You know, so many times we compare and contrast. Don't bring comparison into your marriage. Don't talk about another man. Don't talk about another woman. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about what they could be doing better. That's you know, um, what you want to do is you want to spend some time with the Holy Spirit and saying, God, I need my wife to see this because she just doesn't. And I know if I bring it up, it's not going to go good. Show me how to present this to her. And then I'm telling you, men uh, and women do the same thing. But a lot of times then God starts reflecting on you and showing you like, yeah, there's some stuff I want you to work on too, bro. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's not just all her. And I'm telling you what, then when you see what you need to work on, she sees you working on that. And it begins to change her. Right. So many times it's not even about the, the other one changing. It's about us changing. Yeah. No, that's so good. And it's not that we shouldn't be talking about this kind of stuff. It's not that you don't talk about your issues in your marriage. It's right. not that you don't share things. It's how you do it. Yes. And so your verbiage matters. Your tone matters. We've talked about that before. But the way that you communicate is when you do this, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. It's not you, 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 you did this, you did that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's true. But that's not how you communicate it. And that's not how you're going to resolve anything. Heck no. So this is just a very simple but very life-changing, marriage-changing tip. Come to your spouse and say, when you do this, this is how you make me feel. Mm-hmm. Because... <clears throat> That might not be their intention. Mm-hmm. And it gives them an opportunity to say, I am so sorry. Yep. Like, I did not want to make you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And you can't say, well, I guess they could if they wanted to lie about it. But for the most part, you want to, you acknowledge that that thing happened. Yep. You know, you came in the house and you ignored me or you came storming in from a day of work. You didn't acknowledge that I've been home with the kids all day, blah, 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 yep. blah. When you did that, it just made me feel this way. Yeah. And it opens up a different 
conversation. Exactly. Because one of the reasons that it could affect you so much is from a past insecurity, right? right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe because your parents don't appreciate you when you're younger. So now I come in, right? Mm -hmm. And I do the same thing. And now all of a sudden it's, you know, it's a a trigger back to the point. And so some guys out there, you're like, it's not even that big of a deal, but to her it is. Mm -hmm. Or same thing, the women, you're like, what? It's so small what I said or what I did. But to him, it's a trigger to a past hurt, to sin, to things that they've gone through in their life. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, and I've heard a pastor use this illustration before. It's like if you get out of the car and I back up and I accidentally run your foot over, you mm-hmm. know, I can get out and be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. That doesn't take the pain away. Right. I still caused pain, right. even though it was unintentional and I didn't mean to do it. Right. But I still need to express, I am sorry. Mm-hmm. I should not, or, you know, like I don't want to, because so many times we do that where we're like, well, hey, Chrissy, this is why you shouldn't be hurting right now because it was an accident. You were behind the car. You shouldn't have been behind the car. Right. Why was your toe even by the wheel? You know, we start pulling out these facts. Facts don't fix feelings. Mm -hmm. Facts don't fix feelings. That's good. Apologies do. That's so good. Listening fixes feelings. Mm -hmm. And too many times, especially us as men, I'm 100% guilty of this. I'm a way better podcaster, communicator than I am, you know, husband, dad. You know, like I get so much of this wrong. Because this is one of the things I do wrong so often is I try to fix things yeah. instead of hearing your feelings. Mm-hmm. But that's where we have to get as husbands, as wives of hearing what they're going through. That's really good. And then even asking, right? Like when you say that, like, why do you feel that way? Like, don't put up a wall when she says, when you blank, I feel blank. Start asking why more, you know, yeah. why do you feel that way? Instead of you shouldn't feel that way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or just e- even just apologizing because we do want to apologize. But if you just apologize and you never get to the root issue, you don't know it because what if there's something, you know, like a uh, parallel to that, that um, you don't know the next triggers trigger. the same response. Yeah. Exactly. And so we have to find out, okay, why does that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, and then something that your relationship grows off of is you're having a an intimate conversation. Yeah. When you're asking, why do you feel that way mm-hmm. when you, when I say that? Yeah. No, that's really good. In Song of Solomon 5, 9, it's 9, it talks about honesty not being the best policy. And so just like we're talking about with your feelings, you don't need to just bleh, your yeah. feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to... Um, say the right things and like sometimes people need to like we have the 24 hour rule if I need to take some time and I don't um want to talk about something in that moment that's okay and that's okay for you too but and you don't have to have a 24 hour rule but you need to come up with something where you do need the person who needs the time does need to be the one to come back and initiate it to come up with the right words because in those moments your honest feelings are probably going to hurt somebody mm-hmm. and love keeps a record of no wrong and so when you're um in these heated moments and i understand that there are like heated arguments you cannot react in those times because you're going to say things Mm -hmm. and you have to tell your you love your spouse tell yourself i love my spouse and if i love them i am not gonna react in this moment i'm gonna take some time because i love them and i'm gonna respond later yeah and what we do is we bring up things from the past in those moments because especially if you begin to open up like, okay, now we're having the conversation about this thing we're struggling like a with. shotgun. Yeah, then Not it's like, oh, I'm going to bring up something that What's happened that two gun? weeks ago. 
what's that kind of gun? A machine gun? Machine gun. Okay. That's what I was thinking. So we start digging up the past mm-hmm. and that never does anyone that you're never going to get healing that way. If you want to talk about the past, talk about it when you're not in a fight. Absolutely. hundred mm-hmm. percent. But when you start bringing it up in the heat of a moment, you're, I mean, you're just, you're asking to lose. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go into this fight with two hands tied behind my back. See how I do. Like, you know, you're going to get blasted, bro. Like yeah. don't be that guy. So some hot topics on things that we fight about, we fight about communication, okay? Husbands and wives fight about communication, uh, that we don't do it enough, that we do it too much, you know? <laughs> like some people are no, like- No, that's true. Yep. So, they throw up on you. Yep. Every time you bring something up. Yep. That's too much communication. Too much. Um, priorities, you know, especially like when it comes to wh- who's number one in our family, you know? Mm-hmm. Is it the kids? Does it mean you? Is it God? Is it the dog? You know? Yeah. Some people, you, your dog is priority number one. It's true. Um, what are the priorities even when it comes to, again, like- events that are happening, you know, with the kids and et cetera, et cetera. Yep, Mm -hmm. calendar. Um, We fight about money. We fight about sex. We fight about the kids, especially when you have a baby, right? It's your turn to get a baby. Your turn. Your turn. Exactly. Um, You fight about the in-laws, quality time, and that includes vacations. She wants more quality time. You think you have enough quality time. You don't even do vacations. You don't know how to rest and play together. Um, You fight about the past. And here's a simple one. House chores. You fight about chores because we've never had the communication of what the expectations are. Yeah. So really quick, Chrissy's going to actually dive deeper into a blog post on this. But what we want to do is give you guys um, a way to have a healthy conversation because so many times people like tell you how to have the the approach of like, we'll try to see it from their side and this and that. And it's like when you're in a fight, like that's so hard to do. No, you know? especially with emotions high. And exactly. So it's not going to work. Let's not try to. That's in an ideal world of. Rainbow puking unicorns. Exactly. It's not going to happen. So, but what you can do, okay, you can go into and prepare yourself for future fights, um, softening your startup, Mm -hmm. you know, like, again, we talked about this with the volleying, you know, of the tennis, the bloop, you know, the underwater. Um, If you come in spiking the ball, Mm -hmm. you're not going to have somebody who wants to play volleyball with you or tennis with you very Mm -hmm. much longer. Yeah. You know, well, we've talked about it before, like the, the, the tone or the, the, um, the volume that you come into a a conversation, it's just going to escalate from there. Yep. Come in soft. Yep. So, and here's an example. Um, Let's say that. I'm supposed to do something around the house. I forgot to do it. The dog, you know, ends up destroying something because I don't take the garbage out or put the shoes away, right? You know, you could have even came in and started the conversation saying like, hey, I share some of this responsibility because I was supposed to crate up the dog. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, but he did chew up the shoes or, you know, get garbage everywhere. And that is, you know what I mean? So it's again, even taking like sharing responsibility because a lot of times we come in fingers pointed versus saying again, if we're a team, how can I make this not so finger pointing Mm -hmm. at my spouse that it's all their fault? And honestly, these are heart issues. If you think about it, like if if that scenario did happen with the dog and the whatever, you already know what you did and what you didn't do. You don't have to point it out. So the hard issue behind pointing fingers and like trying to make your spouse feel it, you want to make them feel it by pointing and yelling. That's your own hard issue. And honestly, that's a really sucky way to live. Like to always be like fighting and bickering and pointing finger. That's a really terrible way to live. And that's a really terrible marriage to be in. So you need to check your heart. Yep. Uh, the second thing is read the stoplight. Like, is it a green light to continue to go on the conversation? 
Is a yellow light to be like, mm, I should slow down, or is a stop light that's like, you know what, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna go further? Because this is kind of where it happens. Where again, if you came and brought something to me, and I admit, yep, I did do that wrong. I totally forgot to do that. And then if you keep pushing at it, then we're gonna turn into a fight. Mm-hmm. Versus just hearing like, hey, your spouse just admitted what they did. You know, yeah, like understanding and reading what, where's this conversation gonna go, and mm-hmm. knowing when to stop it. Yeah, knowing when to like. We don't have to continue this. No. They admitted they were wrong. Done. They're going to change their ways. You can't go back. Move on. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. Uh, number three, <clears throat> soothe yourself and each other. Um, <laughs> That's worded funny. It is worded funny. Um, but what you have to do is getting into a place of, again, like like trying to come into a place of relaxation when you're going to. You need to pray first. You know Let's be I mean? honest. Yes. You need to pray. Get your emotions in check. That's what you need to do. hundred percent. Because if not, and you're letting your, I mean, I've had, I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago, something that you did and just irritated the crap out of me. And so I was like, you know what, (laughs) I'm going to pray about this before I talk to you about it. Yeah. And even when you take that time, I mean, cause some guys like, again, our emotions get so high. You take that 10, 20 minutes, an hour a day. Yeah. Wait to talk about. We think it has to be talked about right then and there so mm-hmm. many times and it doesn't have to be. Now, there is the caveat. You don't just ignore it. It yeah. does need to be talked about. Right. Because when you don't talk about it, then it builds up. Yeah. But when you talk about it at the right time and you're able to soothe yourself, you get your blood pressure down, mm-hmm. you get your emotions under control, and then you can have the conversation of, hey, you know what? You did this yesterday and when you did that, I felt this way. Mm-hmm. You know? And if we were to take... 30 seconds and evaluate our feelings and evaluate our thoughts in the way that we are coming into the conversation into the fight whatever you want to call it like you need to in the broad spectrum of things how big of a deal is it really how big of a deal is it that the dog made a mess of the garbage you can clean it up mop it up i'm talking to myself (laughs) right now (laughs) with kids You know what I'm saying? Like, how big of a deal is it really? And if we were to take a short amount of time, evaluate those things, pray about it, take 30 seconds, and then come in, totally different conversation. For sure. And, you know, even asking your spouse when you're on a fight, how do we bring up complaints and issues with each other? How do we do that? Yeah. Because then you're prepared to go in to have a smooth conversation because you're not just doing it at the wrong time time yeah Um, and then also we have to this number four like learning how to compromise yeah again because this isn't saying that you win or i win this is how the marriage wins and we have to see um what is right for the marriage Mm -hmm. but too many times we think if we compromise then i'm losing what i want it's it's really a negotiation Mm -hmm. if we just say it that way because some people compromise might be the wrong it's a negotiation how do you both get what you want and for the marriage to be successful yeah no that's really good cool so chrissy's going to go on to these um more and break that down in the pod or the the blog uh but we're over time anyway so yeah i know go figure i'm joe i'm chrissy and this is the married life so glad you guys were able to join us where we exist to help build stronger marriages to create stronger families to form stronger communities you can visit us at themarriedlife.org for chrissy's blogs coaching, uh, more video, more content, uh, and then also where you can give to the ministry so we can continue to do this and bless other families. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.